Welcome to the Ads and Dunks podcast, uh, exclusively brought to you by Oz American Aces. My name's Adam Trelaw. Obviously, my co-host is Josh Dunkley. In case you've forgotten, uh, both AFL footballers, I'm old, I've been around for quite a bit, uh, played for three footy clubs. Joshy uh, was my great teammate at the Western Bulldogs, Premiership winner, best of Ferris winner, has now moved up to play for the Brisbane Lions. Um, we're exclusively with Oz American Aces. We're very excited about what we're going to be bringing this year and um, can't wait to uh, show you some stuff that we do. Uh, great insight into AFL, great insight into sport, whatever we do. Um, and I'm going to keep blabbering on, but here's me, mate, Joshy. Azzy, how are you? Very good. It's funny that we're doing this uh, remotely from um, our, uh, the pleasure of our own house. It is, mate. It is. But uh, we're very pumped to be able to get it to uh, everyone's screens on Wednesday nights, aren't we, at 7 p.m. So really, really looking forward to it. And obviously a thing that we've sort of tried to get up and going for quite some time, but we did a little bit last year and and now we're obviously excited about the Oz American Aces uh, joining them and, and working together. I'll tell you what does excite me a little bit is um, I know you, you're definitely a, a Brisbane Lions player through and through, but you've got that cheeky little Bulldogs jumper in the background uh, that you're showing <laughs> in the room that you're in, which means there's still a little bit of PCR with the Western Bulldogs footy club. Mate, there will always be a, a part of my uh, a part of my heart, you know that, like yourself. I know that, You'll, mate. Um, Prem- Premiership winner, best and fairest winner. Yeah, so uh, no, nah, obviously I wouldn't be the personal player I am today, mate, without the Western Bulldogs footy club. So very grateful for the opportunity and everything they've done for me and now obviously onto a new chapter and really excited and looking forward to the season, mate. Which is a little bit like what we're going to be doing, um, obviously, with our podcast. We, it was obviously called On and Off last year. We've now called it Ads and Dunks. I love our ads is first, as it always should be. <laughs> of course, of course. But as I said, we're obviously exclusively with um, Oz American Aces, where I know you can um, you know, look at our YouTube channel, go on to the, all the socials that we're doing, that Oz American Aces are doing. doing. They're doing some great things, um, something that we're really excited about bringing for the year. And um, as I touched on earlier, we, we'll be reviewing AFL games and um, – you know, what, what's happening at Brisbane, what's happening at the Bulldogs, our perspective on things, but also touching on just the funny side of things with sport and other sports and NBA, NFL. We can't forget those two because we absolutely love our American sports. Um, and yeah, just even even uh, something that we didn't do last year, which I'm really excited about this year is we're going to be giving away prizes and um, gifts for some of our fans this year, some of our loyal listeners. Yeah, that's it, mate. So make sure everyone goes and subscribes. So I was American Aces, both on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram for everything. Um, follow us along our journey. And yeah, like you said, we're both really excited and can't wait to get stuck in there. Obviously, this is our first step. So exciting times ahead, mate. And um, that's all the formal stuff out of the way. It's been a, uh, a pretty long time between uh, the last time we were both on camera together. And um, we were obviously uh, you know, teammates. Um, the last time we were on camera, now you uh, obviously made that that big move up to the Brisbane Lions, which has been tough for both of us, um, but obviously a nice, yep. refreshing start for you. How have you found it? Yeah, I mean, it's been good, mate. It's obviously, you know yourself, um, sometimes change is, is the best thing. But for me, it's been really refreshing. Uh, obviously, new, new program, new people just around the football club. So loving my time so far and can't really complain about the weather and whatnot. You know what it's like up here, mate. And you managed to get your little brother there too, which is... Uh, which obviously helps you as well, Big Kaiser. Yeah, that's it. He's playing in the VFL, so being able to train with us main sessions and um, it's been good to obviously live together and then go to training together as well. All the Dunkley clans up there other than your parents. Even Archie, the dog's that's up it. there. Even Archie's up here, mate. He got a trim yesterday, actually. He's, he's looking <laughs> he? pretty sharp. Speaking of trims, is that why you got a hat on? Don't you want to show your mop that i seen on the weekend? <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. mine's not any better at the moment, but... 
Nah, I just every time I post a photo now, Ron the barber always <laughs> gives, pays me out for having long hair. So um, I know he still looks after you. He probably still looks yeah, after well, me if I was in Melbourne. Well, you play in Melbourne in what in three weeks against us, don't you? Maybe you can squeeze yeah. in a uh, you can squeeze in a haircut in the time off. Imagine my tan lines, mate. Imagine <laughs> the tan lines that I'd have. That'd be shocking. You'd get sunburn underneath the roof at Marvel. <laughs> since since uh, that's been spoken about quite a bit, uh, our bromance. Is there someone mm. that's replaced me up there? Oh, uh, not that I would tell you. Not that I would tell you. <laughs> Nah, I'm joking, mate. You know that. No one can ever replace you. Uh, the, way no, that we, know, um, the way we got along right from the start, I think there's always been something there. And I remember I sent you that article the other day. I still talk about you. you oh, know yes. yes. That's very sweet of you, mate. I don't know if you still talk about me, but you probably hang well, shit on me around the, around the footy club. <laughs> no way. The boys love you, mate. We all love it. We all, hang, we all mark that round three clash in our diaries as soon as we've seen the fixture. I mean, yeah, I, was hoping, I was hoping it was round one, which I – I'm sure that you hoped that it was round one. Blockbuster, uh, maybe at the MCG in front of, you know, a lot of people. Interested to see how the game goes, what the crowds will do. That would be cool. That would be very cool. I kind of wish we played just up here, just so I felt a little bit more at home. But. <laughs> hey, mate, the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs fans love you, mate. They love you. As I said, they gonna, wish you play. They're going to, mate, they're going to boo me so hard. It's going to be funny. <laughs> but anyway, moving on, moving on. How, no, how, no, um, no. Your- no, no. No, 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 one more question about Brisbane Lions. So nothing's changed from the potty. I, I, um, I make sure I still run it, don't I? I talk too much, don't I? You do, obviously. <laughs> Talking off the top. Name first. Uh, it's all yours. Uh, no, that wasn't my fault. Um, <laughs> no, I want to talk about one of your teammates because, um, you know, personally, the, the best first year I've ever seen by an individual is, was last year, Nick Dacos. Oh, Toby Green's first year at the Giants was unbelievable, but Nick Dacos's last year was incredible. All this talk about... Uh, one of your teammates, Will Ashcroft. Your first impression, what do you think? I mean, you always look at draftees and when they come into the footy club and sometimes, you know, they don't really understand the AFL environment. Uh, Ashy's like, as soon as he walked in the doors, mate, you knew that he wanted to get to work. I think he was at the footy club a day after the the uh, the draft and um, just wanted to get straight into it. Obviously, couldn't because they hadn't, you know, fully done their screening and yeah. stuff like that. But um, mate, he was just a workhorse from day one and earned that respect, I think, of the group. That's probably the number one thing you want to do as a as a junior player is to just come into a club and earn the respect of the older players and everyone there. And he was able to do that really quickly just through genuine work ethic. And he's been very impressive, mate. It's always – I think everyone's always looking for something to, to to sort of stand out that, you know, you might be able to um, – It's like sport, a – maybe. Yeah, exploit, and he's he, he hasn't shown really anything. Like, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, so it's Nick, unbelievable. Mate, Nick Dacos is the exact same. Do you reckon he could have a year uh, like Nick Yeah, I think it, he's going to have a really good year. And it, I reckon actually, yes, it could be better than, than uh, Nick Dacos. Really? Yeah. Maybe maybe it's because he's learning off the likes of um, Lockie Neal and Josh Dunkley, Hugh McGluggage, <laughs> these guys. Yeah, well – yeah, well, it's a it's a pretty good midfield group. It goes it goes pretty deep, and we've uh, we've sort of built that chemistry already. And looking forward to obviously putting it on show this week over the preseason. It's been nice. Yeah. But tell me about you, mate. Tell me about you. I want to hear about how you're like going. I'm, I'm you know, interrogating you. just all one way street here. But <laughs> you you're you obviously um, highly publicised that you had an interrupted preseason, but you're obviously flying now. You played well last week, and um, everything's going well. Yeah, I'm good. I um, had a couple off-season surgeries, obviously. Uh, my shoulder was um, 
was playing up a bit last year. You, you reminded me every Monday that I was just sucking and having a having a cry because I couldn't get on the bench press or whatever it might have been because your <laughs> shoulders are worse than my shoulders or whatever it may be. But um, I bet you missed that. <laughs> nope. No, nah, but yeah, I obviously had an off-season surgery on the shoulders and the ankles and they took a a lot uh, a lot longer to recover. Um, I just feel like it's just my body and, you know, maybe the thought that there was a couple hard training sessions in there in, in December, January, I thought maybe I can milk this a little bit longer and and uh, only wait to the games. But um, no, I feel really good now. I, uh, I, seem to t- I seem to time my run really well all the you time. You always do, mate. You just get out of preseason <laughs> all the time. I know the two years that we obviously spent together, I didn't really train until February, really. <laughs> and that's just started You know playing. what's funny? You know what's funny? What's, what's funny? I, I got asked by a number of people, how's ads going? How's ads going? I'm just like, don't worry. He'll be there round one. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I find just a way. I know. You know what? I know my, body's just, my body's just not built for the kilometers in the preseason and, and all that stuff. It's just not built for it. Not at all. Fair enough. Remember that conversation we had? Would have been day two of driving up to Brisbane, you moving your stuff, and we jumped in the car and, and you know, jumped on the freeway and drove up and stayed in um, – where'd we stay? We stayed at Port Macquarie, was it? We stayed Sydney and then Port Macquarie, yeah. Port Macquarie. And the Port Macquarie night yep. over dinner, we had a conversation about, you know, our bodies <laughs> and why I was still sore. And then I started the question, you. do you remember that? I remember that, yeah. You <laughs> cracked it. You actually genuinely cracked it that night. Hey, I didn't crack it. Yeah, you did. You'll flat with me. <laughs> no, I Because I, I hit a few strings that were- uh, Yeah, you, you, you hit a sauce. They were a bit touchy. Because you know, you know why? <laughs> do you know why? Probably because it's hard to hear the truth. Because do I overtrain? Yep, I overtrain. And it took, hey, it took another few, strained calf in the pre-seasons, I know that. A few days later, I reckon you came to me and you were like, you know what? I'm going to change things up a little bit. <laughs> and I did. And I have. Yeah, and I good. Have. And, and, and look at and you, you mate, You're funny. fine. I know how you know because we track each other on on our uh, on our watch, our Apple Watch, and when we do our sessions, it logs on and we see each other's sessions. I yeah. uh, I can uh, definitely think that you have not seen me log in many sessions recently because all I'm doing, mate, is getting his body right. That's good, mate. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. So just like I um, seen that photo of you the other day because we obviously caught up in – it was my birthday last week and we caught up um, and went out for dinner. And- happy birthday, mate. Thanks, mate. 30, far out. <laughs> and um, a mention of uh, how slim you're looking and how good you're looking at the moment. And then uh, Kyle brought up about something about your diet and whether you're changing what you're eating and whatnot. And I simply looked at him and said, maybe he does learn a few things off me. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What have I learned off you? Maybe. What are you uh, trying to say? Maybe that it's, it's nice to be a little bit lighter because let's be fair, you were, you were bloody heavy your first year at the doggies. And then yeah. you did your shoulders, got a little bit lighter, and then finished 2021 in the final series unbelievably well. And then last year came out and had your best and fairest year. And then now you're looking even leaner. So what I'm, what I'm saying is you're going to come out and win the BNF this year, probably win the Brownlow because <laughs> all the attention is going to be to Lockie Neal and Huey McGluggage and, and Will Ashcroft. And then you're just going to keep getting better. All because well, hopefully, you changed a little bit uh... you're eating. Hopefully it's um it helps me, but I don't I don't think personally that I've changed a, a hell of a lot. I think that uh, consistency in your diet is the best thing. And I was True. telling you and Kyle that on Saturday night, and <laughs> you were just having me out for it. So, but the club has been it has been a little bit strange without having you there. The first couple of weeks, or probably the first couple of months, is a little bit strange. 
I had to say yeah. g'day to all my other teammates. <laughs> Crosby, you're Crosby. hanging out with Crosby. How, how is that? life, mate? How is life? All, all, no, all it's, oh, it's good. It's great, mate. I, I, like, I honestly say this, hand on heart, hand on heart. This is probably, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm living in the moment now and you try and appreciate it, but it's probably the closest group that I've had. I thought a couple of years ago, the grand final year that we had was a close group. We are, this group now, extremely close. We, we're able to hold each other accountable, which is really nice because, you know, sometimes you can have individuals, you don't know how they're going to, I guess, take feedback, whatever it may be, or, you know, whether it's on-field, off-field. I think we can actually hold each other accountable and um, on how we want to play and whatnot. And, and I know there's an ex- uh, internal drive that we have to want to have success, which is probably the best thing about it. And um, the only thing that sucks is obviously you're not there to be there with me doing it, but um, in terms of that side of things, it's great, mate. I'm so excited about the year. Like, the, I'm very, very optimistic about what we can achieve. And the new guys coming in, and, and Rory Lobb's been enormous for us. And um, Liam Jones is probably one that has not. I wouldn't say he surprised us because he, you know, athletically was a was a freak of nature before he retired. It's just the fact that he's been able to come back. I think he's 32, 33. His athleticism still there. He reads the play as well as anybody. I mean, he took. I think it was 11 intercept marks in that preseason game. Um, I feel like it's kind of the player that we've been screaming for, and that brings excitement to the group. Um, and then on top of that, the the experience side of things where I think we're the second oldest list, which is actually really surprising because I've never really been a part of an old list, older list. Um, yeah. And we've seen obviously what Ge- Geelong did last year. So, yeah, we, great, we take great motivation from that. So, yeah, it's been good. The only thing that's changed a little bit is, um, as you would have seen, is the facility now? Our, um, oh, yeah. Now we're getting this nice state-of-the-art renovation that's going to take a, a year or so. Um, the old cafe, Barker's Cafe, mate, is our gym. How good! It's hard yeah. to imagine, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they actually just laid the grass down, which is exciting. Oh right, they have. So, so we uh, should be running on there soon. Nice. So, in all honesty, what are we expecting from the dogs this year? Oh, you know what? Since you're not part of the team anymore, mate, that's got to stay. Close to the heart and closer than the group. <laughs> no, nah, what I honestly Fair think, enough. I think, oh, I think there's probably can't put a ceiling on what we can achieve. That's the thing. Mm. There's no real, you know, I don't re- I don't have any expectations, and and I know a lot of um, a lot of people don't really have many expectations for us, which is okay. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's no. Wait, there's you, no wait, you don't you don't think you don't think there's any expectation. Mm. No, nah, not really? the way there is on. No, nah, nah, not the way there is on the Geelongs, the Brisbans, the Sydneys, the Melbournes. I mean, I've I've seen, I've seen. Um, you know, obviously, now that all the AFL pundits and all those people are coming out and giving their predictions, and I've seen a lot where where either just scraping into the eight or not making the eight. So that's kind of what I mean by not really expectation in, into winning. Where mm. I look at Melbourne and well, Brisbane is one team. Sydney, mm. Melbourne, Geelong, um, probably the main, Collingwood as well. Probably the teams that have a lot of expectation on them in finishing high. Which teams don't yeah. like? You know, and I know players don't buy into that. We don't really care what what um, you know what the commentators What's have to say. But, yeah, but I believe there's not really that much expectation on us yet, um, which is okay. Um, but as I said, I feel like the yeah, I feel like there's no real ceiling when we play our best footy. And consistently do that. We're going to be a hard team to beat, um, and just hopefully we can do that. What about you? What about you guys? 
we've sort of been through it together. I think the expectation sort of brings a lot of like standards. Everything's really expected to be high and it, it makes you train really hard. It makes everything be at that elite level. And we've talked yeah. about it at the dogs before. I think we've had those expectations where, you know, you don't want to waver off anything because at the same time, you just know that everyone's expecting you to do well. So you've got to really make sure that you're, you're training at that that elite standard and making sure that everything's being left out there and you're continue, continuing to improve every week. And I really feel like we've done that this preseason. Um, I've obviously come into the club and been blown away by the work ethic of everyone around the footy club, not only players but staff and everyone is on the same page. And, yeah, it'd be silly not to say that there wasn't and a buzz around the football club at the moment and everyone's really excited to get started this weekend. But like we always say, mate, you can only take it one week at a time. You don't want to look too yeah. far ahead. So focusing on Port this week and I'm sure you guys are focusing on the Ds and, yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into it. bit weird because it's come around real quick. It's like felt like yesterday when – I guess I say that because I've only really started training the last three weeks. Maybe that's why it's come a bit yeah. quicker for me. But, geez, it's come around so quick. I mean, I just you get back into routine, and you know, I like to plan my like, like I'll plan my dinners in advance, and now I'm back to having the pasta the day before the game. Remember in uh, remember last year, Tassie's the last game in Tassie, you had to accommodate yeah. for me with with the Thurlows. We had to uh, had to accommodate for my pasta requirements. Yeah. And so for those that don't know, uh, we went to well, everyone wouldn't know, but um, we went to a family friend's house in Tassie, and Adzi has to have his pasta or whatever it was the night before a game so we all had to have pasta because otherwise he'd crack shits and <laughs> and sook about it, it. Would yes, not crack would. it. oh i wouldn't yes, i would have would. just uber eated some pasta back to the hotel <laughs> but oh, um would have been bad. no it's cool it's good it's good that we get back into routine i like it i like um i like now you kind of get into a mode where it's all about recovery and and performance and yeah, seeing where see where the improvements have come over the off season. No, no doubt, mm. there's been there would have been areas for yourself. What are your like? What are your own personal goals that you want to achieve? I don't want to hear win the grand final or anything. I want to know what you want to achieve no, no, individually. Personally. Yep. Yeah. Um, I reckon I talked about it last year a little bit, but continuing on that being that goal kicking kind of midfielder, I'd love to continue to build that. Um, I think I kicked. 18 or 19 goals last year so but I started the year really badly so to be able to start the year well will be nice and um, continue flying for marks I got on the end of a few last year and the contested marking space is something that I've always tried to work on you know that Um, and then the physical side of the game obviously the pressure and tackling and smothers and that kind of stuff I feel like is um, that's part of me and what I what I always try and do well and that's what I base my game around so is the plan for you to be able to play forward a little bit as well as predominantly uh, being inside? I'll probably be a little bit more inside, I reckon, um, yeah. than I was at the doggies. But yeah. I'll still try and float forward and, forward and hopefully take a few marks and kick a few a few goals. That'd be nice. What about yourself, mate? Oh, yeah. I think the goal-kicking side is is so vital nowadays for midfielders. Uh, you know, I different to you. I started the year off well and then I kind of had a, had a – a lull there. Well, I was playing half back a bit, but it was hard to sneak up forward, kick a snag. But um, yeah, I think being able to hit the scoreboard, I, f- I feel like I've always, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older, I want my my quality of disposal to be, I want it to be impactful. Every time I get the ball, I want to be able to have an impactful play, no matter what it is. Um, 
and yeah, just continuing that regard, looking after my body. If I, I've always said to you, as soon as I lose my my speed and uh, my power around the contest, I'm hanging up the boots and I'm walking away because I don't, uh, I can't lose my um my one wood. So I feel like the way that I look after that is by doing all my recovery, and that's something that I'm going to well and truly focus on a lot more. Well, not a lot more. Continue to, but keep doing that when I get the opportunity. All right, Adzi. Uh, obviously, chatted a lot about footy, but. Let's do some uh, season predictions. We did some last year, and I'm not sure upon review how we went, but let's mm. go this year. So we'll go, we'll go grand final, um, team to win it, outside of your own team, uh, Coleman medalist, Brownlow, rising star. All right. Um, I will go for one for one. So outside of us, obviously winning the premiership yep. because I think we'll win it. Um, a team that might be up there contending against us. Well, I don't want to say it because you're Brisbane Lions, but you're obviously one of the teams to beat. But a team that I think is probably primed is Melbourne. Melbourne look like with the addition of Brody Grundy and another year of um, you know Christian Petrarca and Clayton Oliver, and everyone is intrigued to see how Brody and um, and Maxi Gorn go. I think probably they're the team, and we'll get a really good gauge. On Saturday. Yeah, they're probably the team. You? Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. Melbourne, we played against Geelong in the first preseason game and uh, they were pretty good too. They had a few out and they were still pretty good. So I think their system will stand up in big games and in big moments. So Melbourne and Geelong are probably the two for me. My Brownlow medalist? Oh, well, from afar, I'll be, I'll be barracking hard for you. Well, <laughs> truly. And I feel like you're in a great position to poll votes if, you know, Lockie Neal's getting tagged and... Not that you're not good enough to get tagged. I feel like if you're free, mate, you uh, you'll be getting bulk footy and getting bulk three vote best on grounds. But um, yeah, I think I think up close because I've seen him up close and how good he's been this preseason. He's probably Bont. I mean, he he my first year here, um, I was blown away by his just how well he trained and how, you know the stuff that he would do out on the field is just freakish. I feel like he's kind of done that again this preseason. I know he was very interrupted last mm. preseason. So up close seeing him. So he's probably my teammate, and that's probably the obvious answer, but he just looks unbelievable. Um, showed my bias towards you, so that was you, but a legitimate one is probably one of the Melbourne boys. So I think either Petrarca or, or Clayton Oliver. And I feel, like, I feel like when you're always around the mark for so long, you always seem to get votes uh, – not not when you don't deserve them, but you always seem to get votes just because you're that, People you're always that player. Watching and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I, feel I know like, what you're saying. Yes. I feel like Clayton Oliver and, and Petrarca are in that boat. And because they're absolute superstars, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they're probably the two that um, will be right up there. I think either Clayton Oliver. I, I probably would say Clary over, yeah, over yeah. Petrarca just because I don't know why. He's just probably more in amongst it than what um, Petrarca is, but. Yeah, I mean, I know I've seen Bont um, up close and personal too, and he's obviously been a great player for a long period of time. And he's, yeah, like you said, if he's had a good um, preseason uh, and he's fresh and feeling ready to go, then he'll be hard to stop for sure. Lockie Neal, I think he's he's a pretty good. He's been pretty good this preseason, and mate, the way that he moves at ground level is just insane. Incredible, like he's so so fast. Like is he maneuvering around a stoppage? He's clean. Um, 
And I've I've actually had a few tagging jobs on him before. So to be actually one of his teammates <laughs> now is not bad. And instead of trying to shut him down every week. But yeah, yeah, he's probably one from our team that and the other one's probably Huey McCluggage as well. Had a really good preseason and looking forward to seeing and playing alongside him this year. What about I think the obvious one for us, Rising Star, I feel like we're both going to say the same answer. Yeah, Ashy. Yeah, I'll, yeah, obviously, but just to be controversial. And another one? I think one of my teammates, because he still can, Sam Darcy. Well, mate, Sammy Darcy's at it. He's been really good. He's a big chance to win the Rising Star, I think. The way that he's he can um, launch unreal. the footy, yeah. unbelievable. And unbelievable. I'll tell you what, his skills for a big man, left and right foot, unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Has he and put on some weight? Um, no, I don't think I don't think he needs to. When he I think he right now he's he needs to utilize what his strengths are and that is his ability to jump at the ball and and mm-hmm. take it at its highest point rather than probably wrestle his direct opponent. But yeah. I think in due time he will put on some weight. But yeah, he's mm-hmm. if he if he stays healthy and can play, he'll be right up there in the in the rising star. And yeah, probably one of our most important players, which is uh, which is yeah. which is good for him. And the last one, Coleman Medal. I'm going to go. I know we're doing one for our team and outside, but I legit think my teammate. I'm going to say Aaron Norton, big Cotton Norton. Yep, big Cotton Norton. <laughs> Aaron Norton. I think with the with the fact that Rory Lobb's come in, and um, you know whether Dars plays forward or back. If he goes forward, Tim uh, Tim English. If he goes forward, they're going to take a lot of stress off. Off Naughty, who's faced, as you would know, he's bloody copped three defenders week in, week out. So I think he's primed, primed. That's a good call. I think he's, he'd be primed definitely with the the caliber of players around him now and the focus obviously shifting not only to him but to others. So, to yeah, it'd be great to see him win the Coleman medal. I think he, he's well well and truly deserves it, big Naughty. Coleman medalist for me, Jeremy Cameron. He's a gun. I think he's probably he's one of gun. the most, most valuable players in the league. And at some stage, some stage, I'd love to. We can do this on another different, on different potty. We can. I want to do our top ten players and our top ten underrated players that we did last right. year. Okay. Because I know, yeah. I know, in a lot of them, I feel like we nailed a lot of them. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I, I feel like so a lot too. of them we did, especially the underrated players. We Mate, are. how's the the NFL trades these these days? Unbelievable. At the moment, they're just throwing around money. Did you see? Daniel Jones signed a $160 million contract for, uh, for the New York Giants. Denver spent, oh, spent like over million, million in a day. And will it? Yeah. Will it help them? Don't know. I feel like, I feel like another year in the system for, for Russell Wilson is, is going to help him, but mm. will it help him? I don't know. I mean, they've, they essentially gave up all their first round picks and all their future picks for Russell Wilson and their coach. Which blows my mind. Have you ever seen a one player and one coach have that much of an impact? No. In any sport? I mean, you could no. say Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but I don't think um, I don't think there was just those two. I'm just excited for the draft, mate. Because yeah, what, once we do draft? the draft, no, 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 the proper <laughs> draft, the proper draft, because then I could start doing fantasy mock drafts. Mate, would you laugh if I told you that I um, did a fantasy draft, NFL fantasy draft last week? <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'll always Con- laugh because I can just remember you sitting sitting in the car. We're just driving around and it's what? 
January and you're doing a fantasy yep. draft already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the season's a, a close eight months away. I need to make sure I'm on top of things. But that's what I'm. Oh, say, well, that's what I was saying. It's exciting that the um, that the fantasy, well, that the draft is happening soon. So now I can uh, jot down the players that I need to take in the fantasy draft. I mean, I was in eight leagues this year and I only won one, so I was pretty flat about it. Um, and I know that actually, speaking of winning leagues, <laughs> I won the Oz American win, Aces. Did you win the Oz American Aces league? I did. I did. What'd you start? What was your record? Eight and nine. Oh and eight, oh and seven, I think I was for the year, and you ended and up I, not losing after that. Yeah, didn't lose a game after that. I think I won eleven straight to win the title. And <laughs> Benny Graham said to me, I think Benny Graham said to me um, something about, I, I think I only had like two or three players still on my roster, like that from, started, yeah, from the start. So it was good. It was yeah. I what was, was the you were riding you were riding with me, weren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Every Monday, who who's playing? Who versing? What was the blockbuster trade you did? Oh, I did. Remember you um, did that CMC? trade? Yep. Yeah, for Justin Jefferson and Aaron Jones. And that was to Maisie, wasn't it? Stephen that was May. To Stephen May. Yep. Oh no! I'll have, went, to say to him, I'll have to say to him on the weekend. Yeah, round one, you can tell him out there if he's having a shot for goal or something. <laughs> if he sneaks up yeah, the ground. Mate, I was, I'll see. That's why you need to do the preparation. That's why you need to do the fantasy drafts. <laughs> no, nah, I don't, I don't need to do any, that stuff. Did you do an NBA draft, fantasy draft? For the yeah, year? yep. And I'm spewing about this too because I'm, oh, I'm in was uh, Hayden, Hayden Crozier's league uh, with, yep. with his brother and his mates. And, uh, mate, so I have Steph Curry and Devin Booker, both <laughs> who have been out for a lot of the time. So yep. my team started off, I was 11 and zero or seven and zero for the start of the year wins. And everyone's like, they're not going to beat me. And, and then, then they, they start getting injured. injured and now I'm cooked. Oh, so you're nah. done. You're done. But I'm, you're now, that, now that, now that, mate, now they're both back playing and I'm dominating and I'm just like, my score's nearly <laughs> beaten Cross. I should be like, just disappointing. <laughs> Have you been watching the NBA in general? Not just yeah, NFL fantasy. I mean, it gets no, good have, now because it's almost it's almost playoff time. Well, it's good to see, yeah. Like um, I know we're going to talk about it, but the Lakers, like the Lakers, mm-hmm. have transformed their whole team. LeBron's the defense, injured, mate. and mm-hmm. and mate, they're going well. They're they're probably Jared, gonna, they're in playing they're in the plane, aren't they? At yeah, the moment. Jared Vanderbilt, mate, he's anchoring their defense. So the number one defense in the last two weeks. So it looks like they're going to be pretty good. We all we all want to see LeBron in the playoffs after last. Oh yeah, was it last year? Last year, where he tweeted after they didn't make it or something or something, he tweeted saying, uh, "Mark my words, I'll be there next year" or something along those lines. And yeah. I was thinking that a couple of weeks ago, like it's going to be pretty awkward if you're not there, considering you said you're going to be there. But I was speaking True. of LeBron, though. What about what about passing the, the all-time the points all-time record? record? Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Have you watched LeBron live? I have. Yep, you have twice. See? I reckon twice. You know, when, when you and Tipsy eventually have some kids, you can say to them that uh, you were there to wit- you you were there to be able to witness LeBron in all the peak of his powers and, and be one of the great mm. NBA basketball players. And because it's yeah, crazy, because I, cool. I genuinely don't think we're ever going to see someone beat the points record ever again. Because oh, he's, he's still legit, going, mate. He's legit <laughs> going to keep playing, mate. Cool. It'd be this, cool to see him play with Bronny. Oh, I watched this um, clip the other day. It was a basketball clip. Someone was. He was trying to predict – oh, he was doing this simulation type setup where he was simulating 
uh, players NBA current careers now and future NBA players that will get drafted, guys like that Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson and uh, Bronny James. And in his calculation, I don't know how he figured this out, he said he got to – it was like 2080 and still no one was going to pass LeBron's points. He predicted LeBron plays for another two to three years, scores, what, 40,000 points or whatever it is, and there's no one that's going to overtake him. It's a record that will never be broken. You can just tell. Where, so where do you stand on the LeBron-Jordan debate? Wow. I was saying Jordan a lot, but I think LeBron every day now is getting that step closer to becoming the greatest of all time. Yeah, so I think my bias towards MJ will never change, so he'll always be the greatest. But mm. in terms of the greatest like athlete slash like whole basketball player, I feel like – LeBron probably has that mantle. I just don't want to say it. Just don't Why? want to say it. I've got to stick with MJ because I just – like my my childhood growing up and my love of basketball came from MJ. I watched MJ. all these documentaries. I watched everything on him, the way he changed the game, and I just got to be biased and stick by him. But it's almost like I'm lying to myself in a way, but I'm not because mm. I'll always mm. be true to MJ being the greatest. But I guess it'll be another debate for when LeBron retires because we're still going to see what he does. Well, I reckon people will talk about that for the rest of their lives, like MJ, LeBron, who knows? But hey, everyone can have their be, own opinion. And, and you never know. There could be some. There could be someone like Giannis or Nikola Jokic who continues in their trajectory and becomes one of the greats. Luka Doncic. Speaking of those well, guys, who do you, who do you think will win the West and the East and then the title? West, I'm going to go with Denver Nuggets only because I think that Jokic and their teams are very impressive. They've been obviously really good um, all season. I know the Phoenix Suns have got KD now, so you never know what they're going to bring. Did you see him do his ankle the other day in the warm-up? Oh, you know what? That's something, that's hey, that was something wild. I would do. It is something yeah, I would actually, do. Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> it is, but you continue to play. Like, you'd be that stupid <laughs> to continue to play. <laughs> <laughs> and find a way. I'd find a way, mate. I would find a way. You would. You would. But no, Denver Nuggets for me and I think Boston Celtics in the East. What See, I think Denver will be there, but I think Phoenix. I feel like with the experience that they've had in the playoffs and obviously two years ago they, they lost in the finals, I feel mm. like with the acquisition of KD who now becomes there because I'm a bit – I don't know. I don't think Devin Booker is – just yet a closer of games. I feel like he like he inconsistently is where I think now with KD, he's going to be the guy that closes games for him, steps up when they need to win, and he's just experienced in the playoff in general. So that's why I yep. think Phoenix will win. Um, I feel like it's a lot more closer in the East in terms of oh, who's going to win because I think the Bucs, um, Boston are good. I think Cleveland are, are sneakily good. I think at home they're going to be hard to beat. Um, I feel like I'm missing some. I think Philly, Philadelphia will be really good, but I, I've, I've got to go with my gut and say um, Giannis, I can't – if he stays injury-free and continues to play with the fact that Chris Middleton's missed half the year and now he's come back and, and essentially playing fresh this, you know, three quarters into the season, he's just essentially started playing. He's fresh. You know, he probably had his best game today. We're at 31, 5-5 five and five, and – He's just going to get better. And I think Brook Lopez, the way that he anchors the defense with Giannis, I feel like they're probably the team to beat. And if I were to 
pick a, a winner in the finals, where it'd be Phoenix v Milwaukee. I feel like you know I want to go KD because he's my uh, he's my guy, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee bring it, especially if they get the home home ground advantage or home court advantage. As footy talk for you, if they get the home court advantage, I feel like they could win. But it, I feel like it'd be a really even series. So they're probably my two um, with a little bit of an edge to Phoenix purely because of KD. Yeah, fair call, mate. I think I personally think Boston will go all the way. Um, they would we'll just see, just uh, yeah, quite short last year. But anyway, we'll move on. Um, round one, we'll uh, talk about that a little bit. We touched on it at the top of the uh, show, but. What are, you, what are your excitement levels? How are you feeling? It's obviously a, a big time of year. Footy's back and everyone's looking forward to it. So give us a bit of a rundown. Yeah, feel good. Um, I guess it's hard, as you will know, it's hard to, I guess, get a gauge and, and see where you're at as a team because um, most preseason's pretty flawless because not really coming up against opposition. Um, you know, I was extremely impressed by the way we played against North Melbourne in our one trial game. We only had one. Um, and... Yeah, I was very impressed by how we went about it. Um, a lot of things we we put into practice how we wanted to play, and um, you know we went into some scenarios which were good, and um, we were able to practice a few of those for you know different times throughout the year. So excited, and I think <clears throat> there's no better way to then come up against you know one of the premiership favourites in Melbourne. Um, there's a lot of talk about how where they how well they're going and and the expectation, and and we know that they're one of the best teams around, and um, mm. you know. Having to to come up against Brody and, and Maxi Gorn for the first time, it's going to be exciting for the footy world to see. But it's exciting to see where we're at as a footy club. Um, you know how Chile's going to take on that challenge against their rucks. Um, they clearly got a really strong midfield in Petrarca and Clayton Oliver, and not sure if Jack Viney will play. But if he does, um, you know they've got some really good players through there. So it's going to be a challenge for our mids. Um, but then, you know, I'm excited to see how Lobby and, and Jonesy goes. Um, you know, players that we potentially haven't seen before play yet. Excited to see how they go and how they fit in. And um, and then being able to play at the MCG. We've only got two games this year at the G and it's in round So one. do we. Yeah, round one and round three. So, sorry, round four. Round one and round four because we got you round three. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. We still have our main session to go this week. So, once that's done and then you know we've got a day off and captain's run, it gets – you know, a little bit nervy, yet um, really excited about it. And it's still still daylight saving here. I know you don't have to worry about it up there, but um, daylight saving here. So they're like twilight games for us, which is pretty exciting as well. What about you? How are yeah, you feeling? Cool. Your first game for the new club. Yeah, no, I'm feeling good, mate. I'm I'm excited. Obviously, you wait all preseason. You work so hard to get yourself to a good level of fitness. And like you said, it's just an exciting time of year and, Everyone's just awaiting, you know, new players playing for new teams um, to see how everyone's going to go as well. So I'm more excited to just, yeah, pull on the jumper officially for the first time and and run out there and play uh, for the Brisbane Lions against Port. And hopefully, like you mentioned, we can we can test ourselves against a quality outfit and and come over the top. Nah, it'd be well, good. Looking in, forward to it. Tips will be there. No, so Tip is in in Brisbane. And we're oh, in Adelaide. So. Oh, yeah, she's playing against Kimmy. Yeah, that's a big – Yeah, wow. The, the, On the uh, Sunday, that's the right. So the, Thunderbirds versus the Firebirds, the Bird yes. Cup. Who are you going for? Because remember, your sister plays for Just the hope Firebirds. both the girls play well, mate. That's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, nah, there's, only, uh, there's only one game this year that mirrors for me with Kimmy, so 
I'll be barracking for Kimmy from afar. How is before we we end the uh, our first episode? How's um how's the darling going? How's Tipsy going? Yeah, she's she good. for a big she's, she's she's going well. Yeah, she had a good preseason. Um, always always looking for things to improve, but I think she's really happy with how she's going and looking forward to the year. They're going to be pretty good, Adelaide Thunderbirds. I reckon. Looking forward to it. Obviously, great year ahead. This is only the start of uh, bigger things to come, eh? You and me are back. Well, we are. As as we touched on, we're going to have a weekly episode that drops at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday. So make sure you, you, you're subscribing to our YouTube channel. Obviously, make sure you fo- follow the, our uh, our social channels, Oz American Aces. Um, we're really excited. Um, there's going to be plenty of talking points throughout the year. And as the weeks go by, we'll be able to talk about what's happening in the world of footy, but not just footy, all other sports and in our own lives. And something that we need to keep um, – diving into is the netball because I know the feedback we got last year about the netball and the fact True. that we talked about it a lot. We got to make sure we um maybe next week we do our predictions even though they'll be around, but we'll do our predictions and we'll talk about maybe a weekly review on the netball. Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good. <laughs> but it's been good, mate. mate. Yeah. Well done. It has been, mate. Don't uh yeah, make sure everyone out there doesn't miss a single thing. Jump on to the uh the Oz American Aces website, um YouTube Instagram. We'll obviously chuck it all up as well. So thanks everyone for for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you all and hearing you all next week. Cheers.